Welcome to the D3 Mission Log podcast. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss lessons learned as we strive to innovate not just technologies, but finance mechanisms as well, deploying new funds and new types of funds to support the massive growth of climate tech around the world. What are the next steps? How do we kind of build on the platform? How do we take it to the next level? We can't just copy and paste. Welcome to D3 Mission Log. This is the start of series two. We're pretty excited having locked and loaded series one of the podcast up on the internet at all the places you can get your podcasts. And so we're back now to begin a new series to learn from the building of third derivative about how to run the world's largest climate tech accelerator with Brian Guido Hassin, who's the CEO of D3, third derivative that is, and a new guest who is going to be one of several guests will get to join us for this new series of the D3 mission log. Uh, Brian, do you want to introduce our new friend? I do. Uh, you know, in my experience, 20 years as an entrepreneur, um, it's always been apparent to me that what makes startups succeed or fail is not the technology or the product or the strategy or the financing, it's the team. Uh, and I am incredibly proud of the team we've been putting together here at Third Derivative, um, all the more so with our newest addition, Brant Richards. Brant comes to us from actually from 13 years in Berlin. He's been an amazing climate tech entrepreneur, climate tech investor. And as we've been kind of facing challenges, as we discussed in season one with our own growth and operations and scalability, we chose to seek out the best of the best to come help us manage that, that growth and uh, achieve our aspirations. Brant, would you love to introduce yourself to our audience? Hello everyone, my name is Grant Richards, newest member of the team, joined as the Chief Operating Officer. Um, my history is very varied, but the last 13 years have all been focused on climate innovation, as Brian mentioned, um, helped to build and scale a energy storage pioneering company in Berlin called Unicos. We put the first large scale batteries on the electrical grid in Europe. We also built the first 100% renewables-based microgrid in the Azores. Before that, I was working for a VC, also based in Berlin. And in my past lives, I've done many different entrepreneurial things. I had an art gallery, a real estate business, helped stand up a UX practice for some consulting companies in the first dot-com boom in San Francisco. And I'm really excited to be here. So, you know, my, my challenge and my commitment is to figure out how we can scale this thing as quickly as possibly, as possible, as efficiently as possible, and as equitably as possible. So you'll hear me talk about that a lot today and into the future. So I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. It's really wonderful to have you, Brand. And and question for you and for Brian as we kick off this new series is sort of, you know, we're trying to build this ecosystem approach. That's the thesis we're testing with the third derivative as an accelerator that brings all the bits and parts of a success strategy to the startups we want to have get their products and services out in the world. You know, what are the learnings about that that you want to share with the audience at the outset, sort of as you're a couple of weeks in, what are you seeing? I'm, I'm, what I'm really seeing is that we're building a new category and that this comes with both opportunities as well as a lot of challenges. I mean, even the way that I talk to people about what third derivative is, you know, as if several, oh, you've got a new gig, what are you working on? What do you all do? And you know, the entrepreneur in you wants to have that pithy, quick, five second, this is it. Um, but we're really, we're something very new and it's, it's, we're bringing together all of these 
pieces of the ecosystem that don't necessarily think the same, honestly. They don't have the same, um, although we may all have the same ultimate mission, we don't have the same business processes, we don't have the same drivers in terms of who our stakeholders are and who we're used to having to answer to. So figuring out a way to bring all of those pieces together in a way that everyone gets their needs met. D3 has our mission drive forward. And part of our mission, of course, is to scale climate technology. There is money involved in that, right? <laughs> like there are markets involved in that. And figuring out how to put together both the market aspect and the mission aspect and bringing that together in a way that makes sense, S-E-N-S-E -E, and sense, C-E-N-T-S, <laughs> is I think the, uh, the, the critical challenge. Yeah. As we're kind of going through this process, Danny, and you know, a number of things we discussed during the last season were really built around getting our first kind of foray out in the market. And now we're thinking about what are the next steps? How do we kind of build on the platform that we've already built? Um, and we have a number of opportunities around launching new funds and launching new kind of initiatives that'll be complementary. But if there's one thing that's really crystallizing for us as we're thinking about how to design these new initiatives, it's that if we're going to build the sustainable, prosperous, and equitable energy future, the status quo is not going to cut it. We can't just copy and paste what's already been done before because that's that's what got us here. Like that's what got us to the point where we need to change, where we need to disrupt and build. So, you know, we don't have answers yet, but maybe this is a good milestone for us to check back in on either later this season or in the next season and say that we have a deep commitment to trying to do things radically differently here to try to build um, an ecosystem that serves all of humanity, you know, that doesn't just concentrate wealth in the hands of the few under the guise of a mission that's uh, that's ostensibly for everyone else. And we're taking that very seriously. We're thinking very creatively about how to invest in support and scale technology innovations. And as Brant, as you said, you know, that involves money. And um, how, how is that money going to flow? Who's going to ultimately receive it and benefit from it? And there are probably some opportunities for us to innovate, not just in technology, but through the full system, including finance. Well, let, let's get specific about that and, and also sort of calibrate it against what the audience has already heard. So, you know, we spent the last episode talking about launching the accelerated program for 46 startups. You know, we think the biggest cohort yet of climate tech startups in the world you're pushing them out with all these corporate partners. You've got investors putting money into the millions of dollars we discussed, you know, everything from just transactions into Nigerian startups, bank accounts, and all sorts of challenges there. But now you're saying, you know, how do we take it to the next level? All these complicated stakeholders, this new entity we're birthing and do it right and different so that it doesn't reproduce the problems inherent in the past and the business as usual of the energy industry. The practical piece I want to talk about is fund formation. You know, classically, a lot of accelerators get a sidecar going. We've kind of got one, probably opportunity for more because you've got such great startups and investor partners. But how do you do that differently to, to meet this mandate of an equitable uh, energy future for all, 100% for the 100%? It's a good question, Danny. <laughs> it's one we're working on. We don't have the answer yet. Um, you know, innovations we've already introduced our SPV fund that um, provides seed capital to all of the startups who participate is already a no fee, no carry fund. 
So often uh, investors ask us, hey, what are your expected returns for this type of vehicle? And because I, I think they're often thinking in terms of impact investing and concessionary capital and having to trade off some kind of mission fulfillment for uh, financial returns. But of course, anyone familiar with portfolio theory knows that like the returns are ultimately hamstrung by the fees associated with funds. And so we actually don't have fees associated with our funds. Our funds are a robo investor that automatically invests in our entire cohort or everyone who, who wants it. Um, but as we think about other funds, um, so if we do our job well, we'll be churning out startups that require follow-on funding. And we've built this ecosystem of VCs who are ready to step up and invest in those startups, but you know, it may not be enough or there may be opportunity for additional vehicles with uh, different types of uh, risk appetite than uh, than typical VC to step in and fill some gaps. But you know, if we were just to copy and paste a typical VC model, yeah, you know, we'd help some startups get some funding. But like, where would the returns go? They'd just go into the hands of the few wealthy investors who invested in the funds. And I'm not sure that's. Uh, terribly aligned with our broader mission. So maybe there are opportunities actually to innovate them. Maybe there are opportunities to actually locate the fund somewhere else than, uh, you know, the United States or Europe or uh, the Cayman Islands, kind of places where they typically are, that will allow us to do things that typically are off the table for, you know, Silicon Valley VC funds. We're, we're not sure. We're at the very beginning of this journey, but we want to make sure it's public, it's out there, and that people hold us accountable for it. I'm interested um taking that no fun, no fee, no carry, maybe even a bit further, take a step backward to take a step forward. So maybe there's ideas about sharing the carry. So saying, okay, we maybe we do take a carry. The no fee, no carry, this is all things that are interesting to the investors, the ones that are putting money in. Again, we're in a market-based economy. We need capital to move. We must attract capital. I think that the team has done a very good job in demonstrating that the concept is viable. People want to put capital behind what we're doing. Now we have to test whether or not there's appetite for those people to share a little bit more of the return. So the no fee, no carry helps to attract early investors. But now what if we switch it up and say, okay, maybe not we take it from a two and 20, I mean, from no fee, no carry back to 220. Maybe we only take 10 to keep some appetite but we share that 10. Maybe we can share that 10 across the ecosystem. Maybe we can share that 10 across all of the startups that are coming in to increase their success. Maybe there's a technology that has really good, good legs, but the team is lagging in this area or that area. Maybe they're not that good in fundraising. Maybe they can share in some of all of that other wealth to keep them moving forward. And, and this is why I say I'm very interested in this equity piece. Continue to push that down further and further and further into the ecosystem, this sense of all the capital that's being generated can be shared throughout all of the people that are touching the ecosystem to make it work. In my big radical fantasy, 20, 30 years down the line, maybe we're pushing that all the way down to consumers as well. But that's the general concept and place that I'm beginning at. How can we share this wealth that's gonna be generated with everyone who's touching the system that's creating that wealth? Mm -hmm. Wonderful stuff to chew over and, and a great teaser, I think, for our audience, because this is going to be a topic we can come back to as you start to answer these questions. How do you do that? What are the instruments? You know, what, are, what is the note that catch captures that? And so we will re re review this topic, come back to it in future series of the mission log. 
Um, but for now, I want to jump to the other standard feature than the learning of the week, and that is the startup of the week. Who have we got, Brian, that we want to sort of uphold and celebrate in the cohort 417 of Mission Log D3? Well, in, um, in honor of and recognition of the fact that we have Brant here with us today, and Brant was part of Unicos deploying uh, you know, long duration and grid scale storage, we'll, we'll give a shout out today to Zinc 8 Energy Solutions out of Canada. Really cool startup. They're commercializing Zinc Air redox flow batteries for long duration. Long duration meaning more, more than eight hours of electricity storage. Uh, at scale, Zinc 8 should be actually half the cost of lithium ion batteries, kind of the current state of the art. And they already have three commercial scale demonstrations aligned, uh, including a 1.5 megawatt hour system in New York State. Most crucially, we're giving them a shout out today because they just closed a $15 million Canadian dollar round of funding that was massively oversubscribed. So a little bit of extra charge in their batteries to help them scale. That is awesome. Even though 15 million Canadian dollars, that's like five, right? No, I'm kidding. No, I know, it's uh, all monopoly money to me. But. That is great news. Zincape, congratulations. And wonderful to, to be celebrating the long duration storage companies we've got in the cohort because that's a critical piece of the puzzle for this energy transition as we move forward and, and great work. Third derivative supporting them to succeed. With that, I think we'll wrap it and um, look forward to next week's enthralling installment of the D3 mission log. Thanks for listening and on Spotify or wherever you find us. Check out our podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Brant, for joining us. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, check out the description for links and other information. Please rate us and please share us with other fellow explorers who'd be interested in joining us on this journey. <laughs>